0: Hey, thanks for joining us today. It's time again for Stories from Bittersweet Farm. I'm Ken Pierpont, and the story today is chapter 37 from my first book, Sunset on Summer, and it's entitled Just in Time. I almost didn't make it. I pushed all day to be ready to go at five. I would miss breaks and skip lunch and call in favors from others in the office. I'd planned my route and I'd timed it in my mind, over and over again. I would have to have good traffic. I would have to run down the stairs instead of waiting for the elevator. I would have to log off the phone, put away my work, close the office, and be out the door by three minutes after five. I didn't dare waste a minute. I could not allow myself to get involved in conversation with anyone. The weather was clear. Looking out toward the outer belt, I could see traffic was moving along well. I would be just a little ahead of the main rush if I didn't get held up. Things went flawlessly. I logged off, closed the office, grabbed my jacket and keys, headed for the back stairwell, ran through the parking lot to my car, jumped in, started the car, and headed out of the lot ahead of everyone else. I knifed my old Volvo into the flow of traffic and moved immediately into the fast lane, punched the gas, speeding immediately up to the 74 miles an hour, and set the cruise. I tuned the radio to 6.40 a.m. to hear the traffic reports. Everything was smooth. Everything now would depend on traffic and if the car would stay in overdrive. I would usually pop out of overdrive if it got too hot or if I had to take it out of gear. And if I could leave it in gear and keep a steady pace I could use the overdrive all the way home. I loosened my tie. took a deep breath. There was a semi pulling into the fast lane ahead, passing another truck. I grumbled under my breath and tapped the brake to disengage the cruise control. I coasted up on the tail of the truck and waited until I could shoot around him. I carefully wove in and out of the other rush hour traffic as the subdivisions turned into farms. Finally, my exit came into view. I pulled off the interstate onto State Route 95. There would be one stop in Chesterville, unless I got the light, and then eight miles to town. I hammered the little car and kept a sharp eye out for the efficient Ohio State Highway Patrol. None were in sight that night. I darted around an elderly lady in a perfect old Chevy, shot around a tractor hauling a chisel plow, gave it a little more gas, and checked my watch. 5.56 5.56 p.m. Oh, of all times, I hope they're not ahead of schedule tonight, I thought. I prayed again as I drove over and over again that day, wondering if God would answer the prayer of a man who's breaking the speed limit at the time. I geared the car down at the edge of town, and now it was past six. I was late. I brake hard, turned left, no place to park. The crowd had gathered, First, I didn't see any familiar faces. I coasted to a stop in the grass and released my seatbelt and jumped from the car and sprinted to the fence and vaulted over the fence. And there he stood. He saw me the second I saw him. Our eyes met for a second, and I thought a smile crossed his lips just for a second before he glared back at the batter, ground his heel into the rubber, and tossed the first pitch right down the heart of the plate. Strike! growled the umpire. Great pitch, Chuck! This guy's yours! I shouted. Now put him away, buddy! Beside me, a pretty woman smiled and handed me a chili dog with relish and onions and a Diet Coke. That's the story from out on Bittersweet Farm today where every day is a beautiful day and the little light in the kitchen is always on.